so welcome back to the I Am Podcast. I'm your host, Ashton Marie, and today I am feeling flustered, which is kind of just becoming like a personality trait, not a feeling at this point. I don't, just like every day, I swear, I just get super flustered about something, but I, I just, I don't know. I think Tyson um, being gone right now is getting to me now. I was doing pretty good, and I think right now it's getting to the point that I'm like, okay, it's time for you to come home and for things to go back to normal and for you to start bugging me and trying to make me mad, like pester me so I can be flustered at you and get over it as opposed to me just being here and getting flustered and then I just like yell for um no one else to hear except for me and my dogs my poor dogs are probably ready for Tyson to get back because mom is a straight up psychopath right now but whatever it's all good Indy fully has her foot inside her mouth she's not been doing this until I start talking and then she's like ah perfect time for me to do exactly what mom told me not to do and it's not indy come on quit thank you it's not that i don't want her to lick but like she's licking her paws and it like i don't know if it's allergies or what but like i've given her different stuff and it just doesn't help so i just have to try to keep her from licking she's looking she's giving me like side eye like don't talk about me woman Um, so, Caitlin might stop by while I'm recording this, so I may pause it, record an episode with her, and then get back to this one. Um, I was hoping to get both the girls today, but Tristan got her first tattoo, so, um, she had plans and stuff. But I think Caitlin might stop by, so hopefully we'll get to talk to her and, you know, have a little girl chat, have a little sister chat. Um, let me see. So we talked, well actually we didn't talk. I told you guys on um, my Instagram at the I am pod to watch the crown the newest season that came out um season five and we were going to kind of discuss it a little i'm not gonna say recap because i although i watched all of it and like if you bring something up i'll remember it but like i can't i can't remember like one episode from the next i just like know what happened in the royal family and so i'm just kind of going off of that um I did not love this season oh and if you don't care like I don't know fast forward like maybe like two minutes three minutes maybe more or you could just listen um I did not love this season it's I think like the first couple seasons were so good that the later seasons are just kind of a letdown in a way I mean they're still good and like the production value is great like everything is it looks like they're you know filming inside you know Buckingham Palace and Windsor Castle and Sandringham and 
Balmoral. It looks like they're at all these places. Everything is like, you know, it looks like how it should look. The outfits are pretty spot on. Like, I'm, I think most people do this, but like, I'm looking up, like, for the big events and stuff, like, I'm looking up the actual pictures and kind of comparing. So, like, that kind of stuff is like great. They, it's amazing. They do a great job. But I don't know. It's just like, I don't feel like they cast very well. Like, the first couple of seasons, I feel like they did really good with the castings. And, you know, it looked like the real people. But this season, I just... I, they didn't do, like, a great job with the casting, I don't think. Um, so, I have a list of, like, the main... Um, not characters I mean they're like real people but like the main people that kind of stick out in my head and like who plays them and then I'm I'm gonna give uh like a rating out of 10 what how I thought the casting was there's a couple people that I have some notes on on things that I think maybe would have made it a little bit better not that anyone cares what I think but uh, you know I'm just gonna give you my opinion because this is my podcast and I can do what I want so yeah uh let me pull up my story because I cannot remember what I actually gave the ratings but yeah I mean the season as a whole I'm gonna say hmm what am I gonna give it I'm gonna say like a six and a half. I just it wasn't it wasn't amazing. So let's go back. Okay, here. Okay, so the queen did not love the casting. Um, she was played by Emilda Staunton. If I mispronounce these names, just ignore it because you know I'm a big dum-dum uh on the episode that I can get both of the girls I want to talk about the things that people mispronounce um it's a list of things that like our family (laughs) says because we just like we all are a bunch of hillbillies and we mispronounce things all the time so it's kind of funny um so if I mispronounce something sorry get over it so the queen um I gave it a six I gave her a six out of ten um I think honestly she should have this actress should have been cast as the queen mother instead of the queen I just I don't know it just she looks more like the queen mother in real life and like from afar and from behind like I can see queenie vibes but it's not not the best casting. Um, Philip, I gave him a four out of ten because the guy, um, what is his name, Jonathan Price. Uh, he he, no offense, cute old man. He was just I think looked far too old to be playing Philip in this time era. Like maybe in next season, I think would be more um, accurate. 
but yeah, I just think he kind of looked too old for this season. Uh, Princess Margaret uh, was played by Leslie Manville. Um, that's an she was like on there, but like honestly, there's times that she was on there. I'm like, who is that? And then I like realized who it was. I would give her probably like a a five out of ten. She just didn't give me Princess Margaret. Like, the girl that played young Princess Margaret, oh my gosh, she was amazing. Like, it literally, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the beginning seasons, I think, are just way better because the casting was better. Uh, Queen Mother was Marsha Warren. Uh, She did not look at all like the queen mother i don't think she was kind of on the thin side and the queen mother i'm not was not fat but like you know she was just like a, a plumper lady so did not love that casting i didn't think it looked anything like her and if they hadn't specifically said that it was the queen mother like i would have never known that that's who that was uh camilla was played by olivia williams i gave her an eight out of ten because she looks identical to her to camilla in the 80s um and i think the personality is pretty spot on from what i've like read and seen from like interviews and different stuff that camilla has actually done so like the kind of sarcastic dry humor i think was I think she did a great casting. She, you know, it kind of made you, like, not like her. But, like, you, I don't know, like, you don't like her because of the situation. But also, like, the way that her and Charles interacted, like, I don't know. Like, the whole situation is just effed. But seeing them together and how they are, it's, like, clearly they should have been together the whole time. And so it sucks that the royal family drug diana into the whole thing because she was a more suitable match it was just like the whole situation is just terrible for everyone uh so yeah that was a good casting uh princess anne was played by claudia harrison uh i don't they had her on like a main character but like to be honest I don't remember her being in very many of the episodes or any like very many of the scenes and also I could have easily confused Princess Anne and Princess Margaret like to me this season they were kind of interchangeable because they were not like very clearly their characters and then Charles was played by Dominic West um yeah I don't think this guy looks like Charles really at all I mean, like, the mannerisms I can kind of see and things like that, but I just think this was kind of, like, I'm I'm sorry, kind of a terrible casting. I gave it, what did I, I gave him a 4 out of 10, so, yeah, not, not great. And then Diana was played by Elizabeth uh, DeBecky, uh, I gave her, what did I give her? 10 out of 10 perfect that's what I gave her um she looked identical to Diana um the voice the mannerisms just everything so perfect casting she was amazing um yeah I just I don't know I feel like they ended the season kind of I thought that they would end the season after Diana's death 
so now I feel like, and then maybe the last season, which is season six, they would cover more of like the boys' teenage young adult years, but uh, the rumors are looking to be true that they're not actually going to cover much of the boys' like adult life. So that sucks because, I mean, yeah, I know it's a show about a real family and like these people are still, most of them are still like alive and things. But I feel like that's what people want to see. So, like, the fact that they're ending it kind of, I think, right before that is sucky. So, I don't know. Just not not my favorite season. And I love the show. I love the royal family. Like, when the queen died, I legitimately cried. Uh, I don't know why I feel so, like, emotional towards these people. I am, like, like through and through American. Uh, well, I mean, I am like 33% British according to my ancestry DNA, but like, I don't know why I like feel so connected to this royal family that has no bearing whatsoever on my life at all. But like, yeah, I cried when the queen died. I told my mom that I felt like my grandma great died again. Um, it was just, it was not great. I did not, it was, I love them, hated this season. So... And I know that it's, like, a work of fiction, okay? I know that. But, like, you know, the majority, beyond, like, the conversations, because obviously nobody, like, knows 100%, like, word-for-word conversations that happen. But I feel like, overall, this is pretty accurate. So, it's just kind of a bummer when it doesn't. It kind of falls flat, I think. Um, so next I want to watch Love is Blind, the third season. Um, it just, well, it didn't just release, but all the episodes are out now. I'm like pretty sure. So if you guys haven't already start watching that season and either next week or the week after, I'm not 100% sure. It kind of depends on if I can get Caitlin interested to record with me before then. Um, but I want to kind of recap that and I started watching I think I'm on like the second or third episode now so watch that and we'll kind of go over that and get see if there's anything juicy that comes out between now and then talk about it all that good stuff and let's see what's I did make a list you guys I promised that this episode would be more structured and it's gonna be by golly um, so I made a list. Let me read here real quick. <laughs> um, I'm pretty much an influencer. I don't care what anyone says. Um, I'm not getting paid, which is kind of BS, but I am totally an influencer because I am influencing the people around me. Okay? I am. Uh, so basically there's been like a few things in the last you know couple months that I'm like oh yeah I did do that first not everybody's doing it so my friend um we influence each other a lot like one of us will buy something or do something and then like usually within the week someone else is I mean the next person is um I ordered Colt that <laughs> this is it's kind of embarrassing but like I got these targeted ads and after enough um ads I finally gave in and I just like bought that freaking colon broom stuff that 
I'm sure you've seen the ads. So I, I bought it and I actually have been using it for like a week and a half and I really like it. It does not taste bad and um Andy, don't start. Um I actually really like it and I really think it is helping. Like I am like so much less bloated. It's crazy and it is it definitely is like jump starting some like weight loss and it is suppressing my appetite like for real like in the last three days I have had two meals and they're they've been like half the size that I normally eat and I'm like seriously like not even hungry which is probably not super healthy so you know do your own thing don't take what I say as advice or anything like that um like to your own research and all that bs but like honestly like be that's like common sense if you're not smart enough to do that then just stop listening okay because it's hard telling what i'll influence you to do if you're not smart enough to do your own research on health stuff (laughs) um like no offense but really so yeah so i influenced her to buy that so we're on this journey together and then like there's been several other things like i can't i'm trying to think she told me something that I I can't remember there's just been a lot of stuff and then like I realized that shackets you know they're like all the rage this year everybody has shackets everybody wants shackets and last I had a shacket last October okay nobody had shack I mean like a few people but it wasn't like a, an in thing now everybody has them and then I realized a couple weeks ago that like I had it first so I'm like, oh my gosh, seriously, I am an influencer. The red hair trend, um, I did that last November, last November, last December, one of those. Um, did that first, what else? Oh, those little like mini Uggs that everybody's wanting now. I've had those for a year. And yeah, so like, not to toot my own horn, but toot toot just kidding but seriously though like I seriously feel like this is gonna sound so stupid I know it is but like I legit feel like I should have been an influencer like maybe it's not too late for me maybe one of these days I'll like get like my dream job of being an Amazon influencer because I freaking love Amazon they like they run my life really like anything I'm like let me look at Amazon first and like they've decorated pretty much like my entire house so yeah if I could become an Amazon influencer that'd be sick but I just like I've always been the type of person that like I just kind of do my own thing and a lot of the time people think I'm weird for it and then eventually like people kind of get on the the train the freaking be real app oh my gosh so I I like see a couple people like you know influence other influencers they influenced me to get this be real app so I download it I send it to like I'm not like wanting to be like on there for like a bunch of people to like see what I'm doing because I am kind of weird about that but also like I'm doing a podcast I make no sense okay I'm a literal oxymoron so I download this app and I like send the link to you know my friends and family and I'm like download this app like let's do it together like how fun and nobody downloaded they're all like "Mm, no weird 
literally not a freaking two months later um they all have it and so like i had already deleted it because i'm like well i ain't gonna get on there and just you know post for myself so i delete it and now they all have it and they're all like talking about it and i'm like you fucking bitches i i literally told you guys to download this and now look at you you all have it you freaking little assholes so yeah and now i'm not gonna download it because they've done pissed me off i ain't doing it um what else i thought of something else oh (laughs) a tag hi bubba yes you're saying hi there's a tag on the floor that in my haste of getting ready this morning i ripped off this tag and it fell and i hadn't picked it up yet and (laughs) my dog literally just picked it up with his tongue and put it at the oh i was driving today and i forget who i was i was snapped i like got a snapchat from it was either my youngest sister or my dad's um friend's daughter I can't remember which one it was but one of them sent me a snapchat and they were like being so sarcastic and I was like oh my gosh like teenagers are little assholes and like I don't know if it's just me being a grouchy old lady or what but like teenagers are scary and I am not looking forward to when my kids who are yet to be born become teenagers because like they're literally scary no joke they scare me i may just like send them to my parents house from like 13 to 18 and then well and then i guess they'd be adults yeah we'll, we'll have to send them to um mimi heidi because she'll whip them right into shape she don't put up with that shit although she didn't put up with that shit and like as tristan like she's the baby she gets away with so much it's insane it is insane like things that me and caitlin would have never even thought to try or push the limit or like you know whatever tristan does and so like me and caitlin will be sitting watching this and we'll be like oh like she's about to get her world rocked and then they'll like literally just like she'll say something and our parents will literally just like look at her and then go on about their business and me and Caitlin are like bro what just happened it's crazy the babies get away with literally everything why is that is it just because like parents are just you know tired they're like whatever or is it just like this innate like that's our baby like our last baby like we have to keep her a baby forever whatever it is like it's bs that they're getting away with this stuff man what is next sorry i just yelled in your ear sorry 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 one of these days i'm gonna pay for the premium um version of what i record on and i'll like be able to do all this super fancy editing stuff but like right now we're just not there so i i won't be doing that and then and you guys are just going to get the basic uh editing from now until then so sorry about that oh uh you guys know that my favorite podcast the toast that i've been telling you all to listen to um 
I shared that I was listening to one of their episodes that was so funny. I forget what up. I think it must have been Wednesday because it was about the election. And they were talking about, like, influencers and the election and, like, them, you know, posting on their stories. Everybody's posting on their stories, like, make a plan, go vote, like, all this. And their, it, just their banter on it was so freaking funny. I was laughing my ass off legitimately, like, cackling out loud. And I – so they're – here's here's a problem that I also have I stutter I like I don't mean to but I also I like it's super annoying I like talk and I stutter and then I like I talk and like I <laughs> like right now I'm doing it I can't even think of what the freaking word is but I like talk in pieces and I'll like stop on a dime then I'll start something else and it's super annoying for me so I'm, I can only imagine how annoying it is for you guys. So I'm so sorry. I need to really work on that if I want people to keep listening. Like, I'm sure I've already lost listeners because they're like, this bitch, she can barely even speak English. Um, so a couple weeks ago, I was listening to an episode and I was like laughing at something they were talking about. Like, I mean, I literally laugh out loud pretty much every time I listen and they're like a five day a week podcast I can't even imagine I cannot even imagine recording a podcast five days a week like it takes everything out of me to do it one time a week because I I feel like such a freaking weirdo loser face just spilling my guts into a microphone and like hoping that people listen but at the same time like I know people are listening and people in my like people I know in real life like strangers I yeah listen I don't care like because I'm probably never gonna meet you so like your opinion on me doesn't really affect me and like I'm also the type of person that like I mean still if I know you and like you have an issue with me like that's your own issue like I'm probably not gonna let it really affect me because I I am who I am and if you don't like it like okay move on I'm not gonna change for you um but like strangers listening doesn't bother me knowing that there are people in my everyday life that are listening to me be a weirdo on a microphone and post it on the internet is like it freaks me out but like I want to keep doing it because it's fun but then like when people are like oh yeah I listened to your episode I'm like you did why did you do that and they're like what and I'm like I mean thank you for listening like truly thank you it just like oh my gosh, I can't believe, like, you're listening. So, yeah, it's just a weird, it's a weird thing to do a podcast. Because, you know, like, right now, especially at the beginning, like, the majority of the people that are listening are people that I do see on a regular basis. So, yeah, that's something that I'm I'm figuring out. But anyway, see, I got 52 train tracks, and I can't keep my thoughts on one train they're they're train hopping um I was laughing at something that they said and I told I like walked into the living room and I told Tyson I'm like my friends are so funny you know just being funny because like obviously I know that we're not friends but I'm like my friends are so funny and he's like they don't even know you they have no clue that who you are they have no clue that you've listed they're not your friend like he's just being kind of a douchebag about it and and I say douchebag lovingly like I call pretty much everybody a douchebag that's just kind of like 
a nickname. I'm not really meaning it like super derogatory or mean because that's another thing like people will be around me and Tyson and like we'll we just like poke and pick fun at each other and or poke fun and pick at each other okay whatever you know what I mean um like that's just our relationship like we're super goofy like me and him the majority of the time like we're laughing and this kind of goes into our meet cute story, but I got to finish the other two stories before I get into that. But like, there's many a times that people are around me and Tyson, they legitimately think that we're like fighting and we're like, no, like we're fine. Like, first of all, mind your own business. Like we don't need you like poking in and like asking if everything's okay. Like worry about yourself, but like, we're good. We're totally good. This is just this is just how we are and like we'll like get into like these little like fake arguments just like you know over stupid stuff like making fun of each other and people legitimately think that we're fighting and I'm like no like we're probably gonna forget about this in 10 minutes and we're definitely not even gonna worry about it like when we go to bed like we're gonna go to bed go to sleep wake up everything's you know that's just we just are goofballs I guess um but he I was like listen here douchebag they are my friends okay so anyway so he says this like a couple weeks ago so then last week I posted that I was listening to this particular episode and how funny it was and I tagged him of course um I remember when it used to be like embarrassing to like tag like post on your story or like tag someone famous like it I'm not I used to be so embarrassed to do something like that because like obviously like they're probably never gonna see it but um I'm not embarrassed to do that anymore because like who cares like seriously who cares um so I posted on my story and Jackie O the um the sister that I relate the most to she shared it on her story I was like oh M G. So of course I like run in and I told Tyson, I'm like, they do know I exist. Look, they shared me on their story. They do know I exist. We are friends. Don't you ever come at me again saying that I'm not friends with them. And he was like, Oh, well that's kind of cool. And I'm like, yeah, it is. I know. Like one more step closer to us becoming like real life friends. So that was super cool. And then the other podcast that I tell you guys to listen to that I think is just so amazing is um, the AG University podcast with Anna Grace. And I like I've told you guys, I think on probably like half of the episodes that I posted, I've like said something about her or like told you to listen to a specific episode because she just released her podcast. Like I think she released her first episode the week after I released my first episode and I like so like I found her through um Shannon Ford um probably a podcast they're best friends so like I I like started like learned about her through that podcast and then like I they're so funny like I like they just their banter back and forth is so funny it reminds me of me and my friend so I followed Anna Grace 
And then, you know, I love her content. She is literally, like, the cutest human you've ever seen. Like, just adorable. I, like, want to be her when I grow up. Um, But I, like, have actually, like, we've messaged back and forth several times. And she is, like, how you hear her. And not that I've, like, talked to her in person or anything. But just, like, you can kind of get a vibe of someone even just through social media like not always but like I can just tell that she is like I want to be her friend in real life like I want I want to be able to text her and you know just like get her insight on stuff like I just think she is like the coolest person and we've messaged back and forth a few times just like um you know me sharing and she like you know responds or Um, she responded to like my first one and was like oh my gosh thank you so much for listening and I responded to her like oh my gosh like I can't believe you responded and I like kind of just not spilled all of my guts but I just kind of sent her like a little heartfelt message because I've gotten a couple of those and I just I know how much it means to me so I figure if I relate so much to her like it probably means a lot to her for her to get these you know kind of confirmation like you're doing something good and and I'm she gets a lot more than I do but um you know I'm just that's the type of person I am so I sent her this kind of long heartfelt message she responded with you know another long heartfelt message and she was just so sweet and so kind and then like there's been you know other times just randomly that she's responded to me so I'm not saying that I am Anna Grace's friend, but I kind of feel like it, like we're Instagram friends. And you know what? If nothing, if I can't be her real life friend, that's fine with me. But she, I'm like, I sound like I have like this huge crush on her. Maybe I have like a little bit of a girl crush. I don't know. But she's just so cool. Her podcast is amazing. Like listening to it is like, seriously it's the podcast that I wish that I would have had like you know years ago because I'm just now getting to this point in my life and you know I'm 26 I'm gonna be 27 next year that like I'm finally becoming like the person I feel like I was kind of I've like always like been but I've like kind of hid and I mean not hid like I've always been me but you know there's just certain parts of yourself that you kind of like keep on the down low you only let certain people see because like people will be like oh you don't want people to judge you for one but also just like there's just things that aren't mainstream that people will think are weird whether it's you know I can't think of anything like specifically off the top of my head but like I've in the last I would say probably two, three years, I've, like, become, like, this better version of me. Like, yeah, I still have my issues. I still have, you know, my my severe anxiety, depression, ADHD. Um, I'm, I'm 90% sure that I have another underlying issue that has not been diagnosed yet. We're on the process of getting that figured out, um, like, mental health stuff nothing like super crazy and it's uh, and it's I'm like pretty okay I'm just gonna say it like I'm like pretty positive that I'm like bipolar I don't know if there's like a scale of like mild to severe but I am 
like I'm feeling pretty confident that I am somewhere on that scale if it exists of um, bipolar disorder and I don't I'm just just sick of it being so like taboo like people just don't talk about I don't know like even just now me saying that it almost felt like I was saying a bad word like it it's easier and this is crazy like this is legitimately crazy it's easier for me to say fuck in a microphone than it is for me to like be like I think I might be bipolar like that's insane but so like I I have an appointment like I you know like those little tests like once you get diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder um, I mean at least at my doctor every time you go to the doctor you have to fill out this like little questionnaire thing that basically so they can you know keep track of you know how how you're doing with all that so a couple times ago that I went to the doctor, you know, I told her, you know, I feel like I have ADHD and potentially like bipolar disorder. And she's like, okay, my doctor is amazing. Like, I love my doctor. She is like so thankful that I found her because I've not ever had a terrible experience, but I've just never had like a doctor that I was like, oh my gosh, like you get me. And like your doctor is someone that should, you should feel like that with. Cause like, I mean, literally, your health is taken, like, in their hands, in a way. So, she had me take um, two of those little questionnaire things for ADHD and bipolar disorder, and she told me that I scored high on both of them. So, we're taking the steps to, um, we've got the ADHD figured out, so we're taking the steps for the other that's besides the point but like I am just now coming into accepting that this this is my reality for a long time I just you know I feel like my anxiety and depression did not start until I I was like 15 16 I can't remember how old I was exactly when my grandma died um my mom's mom but it was I was either 15 or 16 um that's when it all started for me like I think I had anxiety about things but it wasn't like oh yeah that's anxiety like growing up and it wasn't like anything that like stopped me from doing um from like it didn't debilitate me and like my anxiety and depression is still like not debilitating like I've never thank god been so bad that like I can't get out of bed and go to work like it's never been like that but it is it is crippling in a way for sure um so for a long time I just kind of didn't want to believe the fact that I had you know these mental health issues and you know I'm like no I can I can figure it out for myself I can you know I'm strong I can do it which I am and I can but why why can I why am I not just accepting that you know this this is my life why do I want to make myself more miserable by not taking medicine that can help me and I'm not saying medicine is always the answer because I've went through many a times trying a medicine not liking it stopping it trying a medicine not liking it stopping it and I've I finally I think have found like medicines that work for me but um 
in the last couple years, I've just been like, you know, this is me and I am who I am and I need to, you know, love myself because if I don't, I'm just making myself more miserable because I'm trying to change who I am and I, I can't. Like, it's just, you cannot change who you are fundamentally. So I've accepted, you know, that I have these things and it's just it's something that I live with and something I figure out and in turn of me accepting like those challenges and things in life I've also like come to realize that like I don't need to hide like the weird quirky stuff about me just I I've like started just oh Katie's facetiming me no I'm I'm just gonna accept that I'm a quirky person that's my personality. Like, I'm not a stick in the mud. I love to have fun. I love to laugh. I I am a social butterfly. Um, like, I like to talk to people, like, to an extent. Like, I'm not always, you know, bubbly and, like, wanting to talk to people. And it kind of depends, too, on the person. Like, I, my personality depends on the person. And if you've if you're a person I'm comfortable with and you've treated me right and all that, you have the best version of Ashton. Not saying that you never see the bad side because I got, I have plenty of bad days that people who love me are like, oh my God, you need help. But like someone who has like made me feel some type of way or gives me you know some sort of feeling that is just like not it or just like you will have a completely different version of Ashton and that version that you have is probably I'm probably the villain in in your story and that's fine like the people to the people that I'm the villain in your story that's good wish you nothing but the best but like we're good we don't we don't we're fine just keep me the villain put it on me because your opinion of me and what you have to say about me is none of my business truly so I've just become like I feel like my best self like mentally um being a woman like is hard and it's just not something that I'm interested in I don't want to be an adult woman anymore I want to be freaking 17 again like seven those years were freaking amazing i loved like my high school experience was so good i loved high school maybe that makes me a loser but whatever um i so yeah I've just kind of accepted that i'm kind of a quirky girl and yeah i like weird stuff i like you know I like fashion and I like trying new things and I like, you know, just being myself. My I think I'm pretty cool. You know, not everybody can be- thinks that I'm cool and that's fine, but I kind of I think I'm pretty cool. And that's that's just where we're at, okay? Um I'm a weirdo. And I overshare like yeah, obviously, I overshare. I have a freaking podcast that I just share on, which is just weird. That was another thing. Like, I didn't even want to start this podcast 
Like for years, I've been told literally start a podcast, start a podcast, start a podcast, start a podcast by so many people, but I like never would actually do it because like, I don't want to be the weirdo. I don't want to be that weird girl that has a podcast, even though so many people have podcasts, but like, I don't want to be, you know, the weirdo that has a podcast that like 10 people listen to and it's just weird. But now I'm like, yeah, I'm that weird girl that has podcasts that like 10 people listen to. And it's awkward still like right now, like I still feel awkward when I think about the fact that I'm sitting on my couch talking into a microphone, but it's also kind of fun to just talk to myself which is what I do normally. Now I'm, you're, you guys can just also hear. <laughs> um, I don't really know why I started down that tangent. Uh, re- really, I couldn't tell you. I could not tell you why I went, I went down that rabbit hole because that certainly was not on my list. But yeah, I'm accepting myself, I guess, is the... Uh, the takeaway from that (laughs) from that um so i want to tell mine and tyson's little meet cute story i guess this is going to be a long ass episode so i hope hope you guys are ready for it hope or hope can't speak english um i guess we're kind of towards the end now so if you've made it this far thank you um meet cute mine and tyson's meet cute story I didn't know what a meat cute was until like literally three months ago, but now I know, and I'm using that it because it was it's a cute little meat cute kind of in a way. Now five years later and still being together and having like a life together, it's cute. At the time, no, not cute. I was like, you're a big loser boy. Um, so yeah, let's get into that. I love telling this story and nobody asks me about it anymore and that hurts my feelings because I like telling it so I'm gonna tell you guys and if you've already heard it tough keep listening and if you haven't heard it congratulations you're about to hear the greatest love story of all time and I've got to send this episode to Tyson I don't think he's ever listened to an episode which is fine because, oh my god, can you imagine living with someone who has listened to your embarrassing podcast? Oh my gosh, that sounds like torture. But I'll send him, like, the timestamp of this so he can listen and reminisce and fall in love with me all over again. Okay, you guys. Let's set the scene, okay? So, little Ashton, 16 years old-ish. In that time frame, you know, give her, uh, I was probably between 14 to 16. I don't know exactly how old I was, but I'm like in high school, young teen. Um, I go to our, our local church, our family church, you know, family, go to church every Sunday. And I see, um, the chief of police, um, he, his family goes there. Okay. My dad knows him. He, they're friends. They talk. And the chief of police has this cute son named Tyson, okay? He's soups cute. He's a racer boy. So I'm like, you know, like when you're a teenager and you like have a crush and even though you've never talked to the person, like you, you, (laughs) this is so embarrassing. Oh my gosh. Um, oh my God. I have not even told him this. 
I can't believe I'm saying this. God, so embarrassing. But you know, like when you have a crush on someone, you like imagine these like scenarios of like you dating and just all this stuff. Like how, you know, just how it is. Um, Big loser energy, but that's just, it is what it is. It's everybody does it. It's just, it's fine. It's just embarrassing to like actually say it out loud and acknowledge the fact that you're this big loser. So yeah, of course, like we go to church every Sunday. They're there every Sunday. You know, they sit on the other side of the church. So like, you know, I'm, I'm peeking little sneak peeks, watching him. He's so freaking cute. So I'm like imagining, I didn't know how old he was. I don't think, but you know, I'm imagining like being his little racer girlfriend, you know, like, oh my gosh, so cute. My boyfriend's a racer. So one Sunday in this time frame of me being 14 to 16, my dad is talking to um, Tyson's dad and like after church and Tyson's like standing there with his dad. And so I'm like, this is my opportunity to make myself seen for him to fall in love with me, like true love, love at first sight. So, of course, I walk up to my dad to be a nosy little brat and to make myself seen. Like, I don't even remember if I even looked cute because looking at pictures back then, like, it was very hit or miss. Kind of like how it is now. It's like 50% of the time, like, gorgeous. You've never seen someone more stunning. Um, And then, like, the other 50%, I literally, like, haven't washed my hair in three days. It's greasy my face is ugly and breaking out i'm wearing a big sweatshirt big sweatpants got stains on me like trash can so can't remember what i looked like hopefully it was um the latter of the two is that the right one the latter, whatever the first one was i i you know idiot i don't know proper terms um so I'm like literally getting comfortable. Like I'm like laying on the couch, like I'm in therapy. I'm just like chilling. This is probably the most relaxed episode I've had. And which explains why it's so damn long. Cause I'm just talking and rambling and going in circles and being uh, a freak. So I go up, you know, stand with that. Of course, I'm not gonna say anything. Are you nuts? Like uh, I would never actually speak to him that makes it too real he just he needs to like know what I'm like thinking in my head and make a move so you know go over there stand Tyson I think is the cutest guy ever probably one of many at the time I was kind of a a serial flirt um Tyson is standing there with his dad I'm standing there with my dad I'm like not directly making eye contact dozer please lay down so um yeah don't make eye contact don't really talk to him well no not don't really like I don't talk to him I don't say a word I don't think and he kind of is just like standing there he looks miserable with his life he looks like he dozer are you kidding me do you really not watch where you're walking he just walks and he like trips over things and I'm like dude do not see like I know he can see 
he can see a freaking rabbit across the yard so i know he can see but he just like does not give a shit where he's walking um but anyway so tyson i mean he looks miserable he he looks like a miserable miserable person like no offense babe but like you looked like you hated your life and like honestly you probably did because i wasn't in it yet so i understand i understand you didn't have the love of your life in your life yet so that does kind of sound sad um so i'm like oh my gosh like this dude he is miserable like oh so you know that was 14 to 16 i even tried adding him on facebook and um the freaking loser did not accept me like he literally fully declined my my friend request so like rude right but come to find out i mean he's six six and a half years older than me so if i was 14 to 16 he is fully a grown-ass man he is a grown-up with a full-time job so yeah it, it would have been a little bit predatory for him to add me on facebook so understand now but back then i was like fine fuck you too man um so that was those years don't know the years don't know specifics but that was like the prequel to our actual meeting story so fast forward to 2017 october of 2017 like end of october i think it was like october 27th or something um haven't thought about tyson in years like obviously i moved on like i had relationships and all that stuff um so it wasn't like i i was like obsessed with him and i just like only wanted him because if i don't tell you the other that i i moved on and had other relationships and it just kind of sounds like i um fell in love with this boy that i didn't know or speak to and then i just was a stalker crazy person for however many years until like we actually got together and that was not the case okay i didn't even have him as a friend on facebook until this time that we like officially met and like had a conversation so i am working at the sheriff's department at the time and um an old friend oh one day late october like earlier in the week so like this happens on friday like me and him meet on a friday so this was probably like i don't know wednesday thursday it was like definitely a last minute type thing um it may have even be been like the day of but i'm over there for lunch and this friend this like co-worker of my friend she was a friend too um was like hey we're going to this halloween party at tyson do you know tyson katrin well that's what she started with or i think i don't know this is how i remember it and i'm like i mean i don't know him personally but like i i know who he is i actually used to have a crush on him when i was younger like that's funny and she's like oh you should 
come to this Halloween party that he's having. And I'm like, is it like, okay? Like, like I'm just, I'm not someone that like usually just shows up to stuff. Like, unless I'm specifically invited and she's like, oh yeah. Like he told us to like bring friends and I'm like, okay, like sure, whatever. And you know, of course I'm a nosy Nelly. So I wanted to see what he was up to. I want to see if he was still cute. I wanted to see where he lived, you know? I wanted to be nosy. I was not going with the intention of meeting him and, you know, talking to him in any way. I was solely going to be nosy. So, um, you know, I get off work that day. I go home and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I really don't want to go. It's, it was cold. It was rainy and it was like, uh, it was in a barn, just kind of not my vibe okay knowing me now that's my vibe knowing me back then that was so not my vibe i was like ew country sick uh not interested um i was like into like city boys and city life and just all those stupid things like what an idiot i was so i'm like oh my gosh like i do not want to go i was like praying that it would like start really raining so i had like a a really good excuse to not go well of course God had other plans. He did not make it rain. Literally, he did not make it rain. And so, like, I really didn't have a great excuse. And, like, now I would be like, no, I'm not fucking going. But then I was like, how am I supposed to get out of this? So I went. My friends picked me up. I ride with them. We go to what eventually became my house. And we, like, walk up. I meet my future first son that I didn't even know he was going to be my first son, but I met my, my baby, my first baby and Tyson. So we get there and there's like a lot of people there. Everybody's shit faced almost like pretty much everybody's shit faced. Like his parents are there, but they're not drinking or anything like they're sober. But I like, honestly, like knowing his family now, I cannot believe that they were there with all these stupid ass drunk people including their son like he was so drunk so anyway so we get there I like see him and I'm like oh okay like whatever like he lives in a he lives in a nice house you know everything seems cool him and his ex like had recently broke like broken up like a few months before I think and so you know everything's just whatever I'm just like chilling with my friends well the friend that was like hey come to the party she was like I want you I want to introduce you to Tyson and I'm like okay so we go up to him he's like super drunk I mean super drunk and um she's like hey this is my friend Ashton and he's like hi nice to meet you like real nice and um he it's so funny like telling this story now like knowing Tyson like I know Tyson better than anyone knows Tyson and Tyson knows me better than anyone knows me so it's like funny to like look back on it (laughs) like just wondering what was going through his head like at the time because Tyson is not like the type of person to just like you kind of have to force a conversation if he doesn't know you very well. So, like, him being drunk was probably a little bit beneficial for him to just, like, loosen up and kind of be normal. <laughs> be normal. Um, not that he's weird. 
I mean, he is weird. Whatever. That's besides the point. So he's like, we're talking to him. And then all of a sudden he goes, just one second. And he walks away. And I'm like, okay, like whatever. So I'm like, you know, still staying there with my friends. Like we're just kind of doing our own thing. Just people watching. And like, mind you, this is coming off my, so this was October this was the October that I, so I've turned 21 in May. This was October. So like I, when I go to a party at this time, like I'm usually drinking, I'm having a, a, a good time, if you know what I mean. Surprisingly, I had decided not to drink at this party. So I'm like stone cold sober. So being around all these drunk people is like super annoying. And, um, I had actually texted this guy that I was talking to at the time, like when I got to the party like hey like texted him like hey like sorry but I'm just like I'm gonna focus on me doing my own thing for a while and so he's like okay and so that was literally like right before I got to Tyson's house so I I he like tells me just give me a second I'll be right back so you know back to doing my own thing and then all of a sudden Oh, I went, I was walking to, so like we were in his barn, well, what ended up being our barn, we were in the barn and there's like horse stalls. So like in one horse stall, they had like drinks and stuff and the other, they had others, like I can't even remember exactly how it was, but um, I was walking over to the horse stall that had like the drinks and stuff and I walk in there and I see him literally making out with this other girl at the party and I like like he had just got done talking to me and was like seemed really interested like I'll be right back like I want to talk to you I want to you know all this and so I like see this and I literally like pop my head in and I like step back out and I literally go walk up to my friend and I go what the fuck I'm like he's kissing another girl in there mind you I'm not like the jealous type like I was you know, texting several different guys, going out on dates with several different guys. Like, that wasn't the thing. It was just, like, the fact that he seemed so interested and was like, I'll be right back. And then, like, literally, he went and made out with some other chick at the party. So I'm like, what the fuck? Like, fuck him. Like, literally, that's that was... So I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, fuck you. If you don't, if you don't know, see what's right in front of you and then like you don't deserve me so I'm like no screw him whatever so she walks up and like like there's slats in between the like stalls so she goes to the stall on the other side and she like sticks her hand through the slat and like grabs the back of his neck and squeezes and to like get his attention and she looks and she goes are you fucking kidding me and like at that moment I was like oh my gosh thank you like love it love the energy and he literally like eyes wide open like a deer in headlight he's like I don't know what I'm doing and he legitimately like to this day will argue with me and say that he did not kiss another girl at this party like he does not remember he like fully does not remember and like five years later like obviously there's no point in like lying like I could understand maybe at the beginning like saying that he doesn't remember but he did no, like five years later, he will to this day be like, there, no, I didn't and truly not remember. So he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. So he like immediately comes over to me and like starts talking to me and all this. And I'm like, 
I'm just at this point, like I'm talking to him, but like he can barely stand up. Like our very first picture, I'm literally like, my friend like snapped it on Snapchat. I'm like literally holding him up. Like he like has his arm wrapped around me, but like he is like fully leaning on me. So I'm like talking to him, but I'm just kind of like brushing him off. Like whatever, dude, like you're, I'm not wasting my time on you. So, um, he's like, I'm at this point, I've, I don't even think I stayed a whole lot longer after that. Like maybe another hour, hour and a half, but I'm like, we ended up leaving. But like when we were leaving, he was like, I'm going to give me your number. So my friend put my number in his phone, but she didn't put my name or anything. She just like, I forget exactly how she did it, but like she put it in there in a way that like he had to really look for it and like make an effort it wasn't just like hey here's that girl from last night like he had to put forth an effort to get in contact with me so she gives him my number he says that he's gonna text me in the morning he actually was like do you want to stay and I'm like uh no I don't he's like I'm gonna text you in the morning I'm like okay like I'm sure you will okay I said we'll see if you even remember so I go home I do not expect him to reach out to me ever again like I expect for that to be uh like a one time we meet that's it so I go home I'm supposed to be going to Purdue the next day for a Halloween party or like Halloween weekend not a Halloween party and so I go home um go to bed I wake up the next morning to I can't remember if I had to work or what. But I wake up the next morning to a text from a number that I don't have in my phone. And it was from Tyson. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I cannot believe that he remembered. So I like text him. Me and him were texting all day. He added me on Facebook. Wow, what a turn of events. He freaking could have added me, been friends with me for years at this point on Facebook. But no, he deleted. He declined my invite or my friend request. Um, but like he added me on Facebook. We're literally texting all day. And so I, I end up going to Purdue, um, for Halloween weekend and, um, you know, he's texting me the whole time that I'm there and he's, he's like, do you want to, I want to take you out on a date. Like, can we go out on Monday? Cause that was like his day off. So, I'm like, yeah, sure, sounds good. So we continued texting until um, our date, our first date. And so he comes and he picks me up. He drive, he drove, at the time, he drove a big um, F-350 diesel truck. And he's like literally, like everything that my parents wanted for me, like a country boy drives a truck you know all this stuff but like at the time he was the exact opposite of what I thought I wanted so like he pulls in in this big old diesel truck I mean so loud and I'm like oh my gosh I cannot believe I'm going on a date with this guy he does not come to the front door and normally that would have been a thing that I would have been like are you kidding me like come on did not come to the front door, did not, like, introduce himself to my family, which, because, like, I lived at home at the time, so, I don't know, like, maybe that's weird, but, like, that's just, 
like in our family like that's how things are done like on a first date you come to the door you meet the family like they're just not like I don't know but anyway so like I leave and we go to dinner and the dinner was like fine like I don't remember exactly what we talked about I don't feel like we talked like a ton a ton because like Tyson's kind of a quiet guy and I'm like not a quiet girl but like I think it was just like kind of awkward like our first date was really really awkward so we go to dinner um then we were going to see a movie and we were seeing the the like the newer version of it like not the newest version that's out now but like the first new version we ended up um, getting done with dinner a little bit early, so we had a little bit of time to kill before the movie. No, stop. Um, so, like, we're sitting in the parking lot of the movie theater, and his mom calls him. He answers the phone on our first date. Like, we're sitting in the vehicle, like... We can be talking. We can be learning about each other. No. He answers the phone when his mom calls. Instead of just like texting her. And it wasn't like a, hey, I'm on a date. Or a, hey, can I call you back after a while? No. He like, he's fully sat there and had like a five minute conversation. I'm literally sitting in the passenger seat of this guy's truck who I barely know. And I'm like, I'm seriously sitting there going, what the fuck? Like, what is wrong with you, dude? So... Um, I'm like, I literally like texted my friends in a group message because they're texting like, how's the date going? Like all that stuff. And I'm like, he's on the phone with his mom. That's how the date's going. And they're like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? And I'm like, no, I'm not kidding you. Like, I can't make this up. Like, this is just the shit that happens to me. So we, in, we go into the movie and, um, we watch the movie. I hate scary movies. So like, I should have, I should have just been like, no, but I'm like thinking, you know, oh, like he'll put his arm around me. He'll hold his, my hand, you know, all that stuff. No, the boy does not do that. He makes not a single move the entire movie. He did not even raise the armrest between us. Like did not try to hold my hand, did not like try to put his arm around me, didn't, nothing, nothing. And so I'm like, this dude does not like me. I'm like, this is, this is a terrible date. Okay, he doesn't even like me. And now we have a whole, like, we have to take, drive another hour home. So we leave. We, he drops me off, does not walk me to the door again. Like, no manners does this boy have. Does not walk me to the door. And I have to lean over to, like, give him a hug, like, when I'm getting out of the truck. And, like, I was like, why did I even do that? Like, I should have just got out and been done. But I, like, leaned over, gave him a hug, like, said thanks um, for, you know, dinner and the movie and all that stuff. And he leaves. Doesn't wait for me to get inside. He literally, like, as soon as I shut the door, he pulls out of the driveway. And I'm like, it's dark? Like, you're seriously not even going to make sure that I get inside safe? Like, he was just, he was not doing well on this date. Like, he was getting X's left and right in my head. And so I walk in. My dad was still up. And I mean, it wasn't super late. But dad was still up. And he's like, how'd it go? And I'm like, terrible. 
He goes, really? And I'm like, yeah, it was terrible. It was a terrible date. Like, I'm probably never going to talk to the guy again because it was not a good date. And he's like, oh. So, I go to bed that night. Uh, the next day, I can't remember if he, like, texted me that, like, the night when he got home or anything. But, like, he didn't, like, try to kiss me or anything. So, I'm like, yeah, he doesn't like me. It was not a great date. Like, that's, I'm probably never going to hear from him again. So, the next day at some point, I think it was at lunch because I think me and my friends went out to lunch that day to kind of gossip about the date and, like, get all the deets. And I think he, it had to have been, he hadn't texted me all day. So, he texted me while I'm at lunch and I'm like, oh my gosh, he texted me. And he texted me and was like, hey, me and my friends are going, oh, you know what, actually Halloween... I don't know when Halloween was because the next day he, okay. So he texts me the next day and he's like, Hey, me and my friends are going to this restaurant, um, tonight. Do you want to go and like, you know, meet some of my friends? And like, they were dressing, they were supposed to dress up. We ended up not dressing up, but like they were supposed to dress up. And he said that I could, he had an ex, so he was Maverick from Top Gun at the Halloween party. Okay. So he told me he had another costume and that we could go as like, fighter pilots together and I was like okay sure like that sounds like fun I don't know why I said I would go because like we had a not a great date and I had said like I wasn't like I don't I don't know why I said that I would go God just was like you're going so um I so like I think we like texted the rest of the day and he was like hey like um come to my work and um we'll like meet there and all this so I'm like okay sure so I I get off work I go and I meet him at his work we hang out there for a little bit before they close and then I met like his best friend that day for some reason he was out there like now looking back at all this stuff he's like so weird I don't know why like these things were happening because that's not how it is normally But, like, I meet his friend, have no clue why he was there, but he was. And then when he gets off work and closes, I follow him to his house. So, we get to his house and um, we hung out there for a little bit. Still didn't try to kiss me, still made no moves, nothing. Like, we're just, like, truly, like, hanging out, like, awkward. And he's like, um we're I guess we're not dressing up so we got in the truck and we drove to this restaurant and like I met this whole group of friends that were all at the party but they were all so freaking drunk they probably don't even realize that I was there I meet all of his friends that he like works with and stuff and I mean it was fine it wasn't like again like it wasn't a great date because I'm just like sitting there with these people I don't know and I have nothing to say because like I don't even know that I like this guy that I'm here with So, like, we hang out with his friends, we go back to his house, and I think we watched a movie or something, like, very innocent, like, I, I don't even know that, we might have shared a blanket, but, like, still, like, doesn't try to kiss me, makes no move. So, I go home, and then the next day, he was cleaning up the barn from the Halloween party, and I told him that I would come and help him, 
So I, I went out to his house and I helped him, you know, clean up all the decorations and all that stuff. And so while I'm there, he's like, oh, by the, he goes, oh, I, I, um, I have to go and eat dinner at my parents' house. And I'm like, oh, okay, no problem. Cause at this point I was, I was like, we had texted, like we were pretty much texting all day, every day, which now like I see was like a big effort on his part. Cause he, he is not a texting guy. Like I'll text him something and he'll call me. So, um, he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to have dinner. I forgot that I'm going to have dinner with my family. And I'm like, okay, no problem. Like I'll talk to you later. He's like, oh no, like you can come. And I'm like, uh, what? Excuse me? Excuse me? I barely know you and you want me to come and have dinner with your family? And so like he says that and I'm like, uh, are you, are you sure? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, sure. So we, I like leave my car at his house. I'm literally like, I'm wearing like a cute outfit in terms of like the outfit's cute, but like I had been working out and cause like I wore a cute outfit, of course, cause I'm like trying to impress him, I guess. But like, I'm all dirty and all this from, I mean, working out in the barn. So, and like at this time, I am not a like, I have acrylic nails. My nails are always done. Like that was my thing. And the only reason I don't have my nails done still to this day, because like for years I always had fake nails. The only reason I don't now is because freaking COVID happened and like shut down everything. And then I kind of like fell out of it and realized that it's not a necessity. But like nails done, hairs, hairs cute. I'm wearing a cute outfit. Like. I, I like I like the finer things in life. I am not a, a country girl. I don't hang out in barns. I don't get dirty. Just not my thing. So the fact that I'm even there at his barn getting dirty with my freaking cute nails was like, okay, I guess I really like this guy. So I'm like, I'm all dirty. He's like, no, like you look great. You're fine. I'm like, okay, sure. So, like, we go, we, like, drive to his parents' house, and I, like, meet his mom, his sister, and his dad. His dad, chief of police, okay, obviously, like, I knew his dad because my, our, his dad was friends with my dad, so, like, I knew of him, but I did not know him, and he was, like, the resource officer at our school when I was in school, and he, like, scared the living shit out of me. Like, he was just, like, he's your, he was your typical cop like he looked tough he like scared me I never did anything to get in trouble but like he just he literally scared the shit out of me and I told him that that night I was like oh my gosh because like knowing him that's not how he is like he was like he's like Tyson like goofy dry sense of humor like he literally like his thing was like he farted on people like gross <laughs> but like he like he was always like farting that was like what he was known for so like just not even close to like how I thought he was and I told him that that night I was like oh my gosh I can't believe that I used to be scared of you because like he literally like shit in his chair the first time I ever met him at his house and so I'm like I cannot believe that I was scared of you because <laughs> like you're literally like a big goofball so like I meet his mom his dad his sister we have dinner it really was not as awkward as I was expecting. I don't really remember it because, like, as I tell this story, you'll see, like, the following few weeks after 
were extremely traumatic and traumatizing. So, like, our beginning of our relationship, I don't remember super well. I don't remember every detail, you know, because more important things happened. So, I, like, meet them. Everything, like, goes good. And, like, they're, they, like, made some little comments that, like, told me that Tyson definitely talked about me in just the couple of days that we had, like, known each other. So, I'm like, oh, okay. So, like, this guy does like me despite the fact that I, he doesn't show it, like, super well. So, um, we, he takes me, we go back to his house. I think we hung out for a little bit longer. I go home. Still, we have not had our first kiss. So, this goes on of us hanging out. Well, like, texting all day and then, like, hanging out pretty much as soon as he got off work every night. So, we're, like, in early November now. We have, we hung out. We, um, you know, we, we've, we hang out pretty much every night for a couple hours a night or so. And after probably, like, a week... Maybe, maybe five days, something like that. He finally, when I'm leaving one night, he finally makes the move. And, like, we have our first kiss. Which, like, looking back, like, I'm glad. And, like, that's what made him different from everybody else. Was, like, he was not, like, solely going for, like, the physical. Like, he, he actually was, like, I trying to, like, show that that's not what he was after. But, like, at the time, that's all I, like, if a guy did not show interest in me that way, then I didn't think that they liked me, which is, like, screwed up. So, we finally have our first kiss, and then he's, like, he was telling me that his sister gets scared when she stays out at his house because he goes, um, to Vegas every year for a couple weeks for work. He goes out to Vegas for a couple weeks every year for work, and he's, like, yeah, my, my sister gets my sister gets scared out here. I don't know why. She doesn't like staying out here. And she like always stays out there with um, his dog. And so I was like, I said that if he needed any help or like if she needed any help or anything, like I would, I would help. I don't even remember exactly how the conversation got started, but somehow he was like, do you want to stay out here with the, with the dog? And just watch the house. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. So, we're not even dating. We're not officially dating. And he's like, stay at my house for two weeks and watch my dog. And I'm like, okay, sure. Sounds good. Crazy. Crazy. That's crazy. And if my sisters told me that they were doing that, um, I would be like, "Uh, no, you're not. LOL. No. But I did. My family let me, I think, because, like, they knew his family. So, it was, like, we know where to find you if you do anything crazy. But, yeah. So, I'm, like, okay, yeah, sure. Like, I'll stay at your house. Guy I barely know. So, he was, like, um, do you want to stay with me one night before we leave? Well, before I leave. So, like, you can kind of, like figure out the like routine and stuff the dog all that and I'm like yeah sure so like I'm 21 years old 
and I like ask my parents if I could stay the night with him. And they're, my dad, of course, he's like, I don't like this. I don't even want to talk about this. My mom, she's like, you're 21. Like, you can do what you want. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess I can. So I'm like, I feel so weird knowing that my parents know that I'm staying with a boy. It was just weird. And like, I lied and I was like, for some reason, I I don't know why I thought that they would even believe me. And they just like, let me believe that they believed me but I'm like oh we're not gonna sleep in the same bed like he's gonna sleep in the spare room he did not sleep in the spare room okay and my parents knew that and like it came out later when I said that I was like talking about something they're like yeah we we did not believe you like dumbass but anyway so I stay with him and that night he like officially asked me to be his girlfriend and it was like so sweet like he used my full name it was just it was so cute and so like of course I'm like uh yeah of course so he literally asked me to be his girlfriend and then like he leaves like the next day or like two days later I think it was the next day and I'm like at his house like we just started like uh, became official and now we're not going to be together for two weeks it was so weird So, anyway, he goes to Vegas. I stay at the house. I, you know, watch the dog, all the stuff. And, you know, two weeks is a long time. So, like, I had a lot of stuff there. I mean, not, like, a lot of stuff. But, like, I I had a a considerable amount of stuff there. And there was also, like, drama with his ex and, like, the house key and garage door opener. And, like, that was a whole thing. But, like, literally, who cares at this point? It's like not important to the story but it was like oh it was just kind of a weird thing um so like we're talking on the phone all the time we had a three-hour conversation at one point and um I also got his truck stuck at my cousin's house that I should have told that story on my driving mishaps Maybe I'll interview Kylie and we'll we'll talk about that one of these days. But, like, I got his big-ass diesel truck stuck in the mud at her house. Like, we had, like, a foot. Like, the ruts that I made in her yard were literally, like, a foot deep. And I could not figure out how to turn on his four-wheel drive because it was, like, the wheel-locking four-wheel drive. And I certainly was not going to call him and ask and tell him that I had drove his truck and got it stuck. So, anyway, get the truck out. And it's all muddy. So he called me like the next day and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm washing your truck, getting it all clean for you before you get home. And he's like, oh my gosh, you're the best. And I'm like, yeah, I am. I did not tell him that I got it stuck. I was like, he can never know. Nobody tells him. It's too new. I can't have him dump me because of this truck. So, holy shit. I cannot believe I've been talking for an hour and a half. Oh my god guys I'm so sorry but I'm almost done so we I'm like yeah I'm washing your truck he's like you're the best he's like you know we have you know another a, a big like milestone or something something that has to happen he's like something that is coming is gonna happen when I get back or something and I can't remember exactly how he put it but however he put it, I was like on the phone. I'm like, oh my God, he's, he's saying, he's talking about saying, I love you. He's talking about saying, I love you. 
And this is while he's still gone. Like, we have not spent a day together, like, officially being dating. Like, all the time we spent together was before we were official. So, I'm like, oh, okay. Um, and just, like, playing dumb. But I'm like, oh, my God. He's going to say he loves me when he gets back. So, like, I go to my parents' house that night for dinner. And I... I tell my mom this and she's like, no, no, he's not. That's no way. Like you guys barely know each other. You've barely been dating. He is not. And like, he's six and a half years older than me. So like he, he supposedly they say is supposed to be like more mature. She's like, no, like he, he wouldn't say that that soon. All this. And I'm like, no mom, I'm telling you, this man is going to say he loves me when he gets back. I'm telling you. So this was like a couple days before he was going to be back, I think. And so he gets back. I'm so excited that he's back, of course. Because, like, I mean, I missed him. Like, I, I like spending time with him. Like, it, I, like, felt really good about where we were going. And so he gets back. And I can't. He, I can't remember exactly the scenario of how he said it, but we were at his house. It was like the night that he got back and he like told me that he loved me. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe he really said it. And I like said it back because like, I was like, you know what? Like, I, I guess this, maybe this is love. Maybe this is why it feels different. And things are like progressing faster after we got past like the first couple of not cool, fun like feeling like we had any sort of hope for the future after those first couple of days but he um he said he loved me and I was like oh my gosh I'm like I love you too so like we love each other so then like that was like around Thanksgiving and so like we go to our first Thanksgivings together I, like, meet his extended family. He meets, like, my extended family. Um, That was, like, I don't know. Just, like, I look back so fondly on that Thanksgiving because that was the one and only holiday I got to spend, like, and get to know his dad. Um, But, like, we had a great Thanksgiving. Everything was going good. So, that's, like, the end. And, like, nothing, you know, crazy happened, like, you know, just typical, like, new relationship. We're, you know, meeting each other's... Indy. We're meeting each other's friends. We're, you know, all all the stuff. And then, like, his dad passed away in December of the year of 2017. So, like, we were together for a month and a half when his dad passed away. So, that's why what I said earlier, like, I don't remember every single detail like you normally would in the beginning because like such a traumatic thing happened and it just kind of overshadowed everything and it also like made our relationship go into like um super speed like we went from like zero to a hundred real quick because like I had to I needed and had to be there for him and his family so yeah it was like it was me and Tyson and so I'm like you know what no like we're all in. This is my person. I love him. He loves me. And he needs me right now. And that was that. So then the next, 
and like it's crazy to think that it's even been five years because it feels like yesterday but at the same time it feels like 20 years ago because like just so much has happened in those five years but I also like can't believe it's been five years I don't know it's just it's crazy like there's a you know there's a lot of other stuff that kind of goes into it after his dad passed away but his dad passing away like literally it was the worst thing that could have ever happened I mean it sent our relation like obviously it was okay for our relationship but I mean going through something like that so early in a relationship is so hard and I would venture to say that most people would not make it um I think a lot of people after you know kind of the shock of it wore off I don't think a lot of people would have stayed together because it was not it was not good it was not fun it was not easy those first few months were literal hell like in a way because I mean how how do you deal with something like that but that's gonna have to be a podcast for another time because I that's a whole nother like two hour episode and I cannot fucking believe that I have been talking into this phone for an almost two hours did I say phone into this microphone whatever so yeah and then I'm getting ready to record another episode with Caitlin when she gets over here oh my gosh I gotta drink some water because my mouth is dry so that's that that's our meat cute that's the crown that's all the other shit that I talked about don't even remember at this point it feels like I've been off work for 52 hours and it's not it's like only been a couple so I will talk to you guys on the next one Uh, make sure you guys are following me on Instagram I'm gonna try and get better about posting on there but Man, it just feels so weird to be doing this. So, like, I literally have to force myself to do some of this stuff because I just feel like such a big freaking freak. But anyway, I will talk to you guys later. Love ya. (laughs)